This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. You know, out in Nevada near the silver mines, there's a kind-hearted woman. She's looking so fine, always taking care of her community, bringing folks together as a cup of tea. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's about town, Deb. And welcome to this week's episode of City Talk. I am about town, Deb. We're at the National Automobile Museum, and I got Grant Denton right here. Hello. So he just, I, I couldn't, like, he's, get ready, hold on tight, because this show is going to, who knows where we're going. But before that, let's just, whew, about town, Deb, City Talk, replay. But replay, replay that. Because we want to thank my sponsors first, and then we will get into business. So Crystal Basin Cellars, um, Surratt Law Practice, Weldover Grill, and I went lost. I think I got it. Oh, my, that's why, because you guys are here. So my two... I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Home and V. Project Hope. Oh, my gosh. I, you know, you guys walk in the, the set. Family Hope Project. Family Hope Project. <laughs> you, you, you walk in the set. You guys are all laughing out there and I'm feeling left out, right? I was. Uh, right. I felt left out because <laughs> you guys are all like having a party out there and I was finishing a show and now I'm sitting here and you guys are still having a party and I, you know, we got lots to talk about. So I think I'm just going to turn the show over Raquel Riggle and you are going to take over the show right now and you are going to introduce our guest and you're going to tell us why we are here and why the sidewalk meets the home. Okay, well, we have Grant Denton, like we, <laughs> just, we so just heard Karma Box from Karma Box, yes. And then we have Misa with the Family Hope Project, and we're just here today to talk about the community of Reno, Nevada, who, for those of you that don't live here, we want to just kind of tell you why we celebrate where we live and what we think is just so rad about living in Reno. Listen to you, rad. <laughs> Are you like, you're like 10 years younger today. I am. She's I know looking, no, she's looking perky <laughs> rad. Reno is rad. It's because Grant mentioned 1985. Oh, that's right. why he did. Right. Yeah. When he was a young lad. <laughs> a young lad. Yeah. So, yeah. Hold on tight because it's a wild ride. Hey, it's okay. It's your, your guys' it's, fault. It's, it's so okay. You know. okay. I think Misa and I can handle it. I think, uh, you already got him, so we're good. We so, got him to the table. You got him to the table. <laughs> so now that he's in the home at the table... What is he going to be chatting about? Well, we're going to talk. I don't know. Nisa was talking a little bit today about, you know, what's so beautiful about Reno. Her and I were both born and raised here. So yes. we um, just want to celebrate Reno a little bit and just talk about why we've decided that this is so important to us. And I think Grant's on the same path with his karma box. He's from Vegas originally, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And um, he's moved here and he's really made this karma box. Karma Box Project, huge in our city, and it's really helped a lot of people from my understanding. And oh, Grant, yeah. you can obviously talk to this more than I can. Well, so I'll, I'll tell you what's a trip is that the, the box, the box, like the project people are like, uh, think it has very little to do. Like, I don't, 
make boxes. <laughs> I couldn't like build a box if you. I couldn't either. I freaking tried. It was the worst. I was like, I need to build a box. I can't even build a box, right? I suck at painting all the things. But what I'm good at is uh, is is I'm good at be- being a cheerleader, like is, a connector. Is, yeah, is, you know, and, and identifying what's cool in people, and I'm good. We're good at promoting like folks and getting them pumped up about things. And, uh, and I don't know if you could do this anywhere else. Like folks have been moved from here to another state, like someone's in Denver and someone went to California and I, I gave them permission to do that. Like, dude, if you want to do a karma box project, go ahead. Sweet. But it, a lot of them didn't work out and it didn't work out because you, you, you gotta, it, it's the community. It's not you. Yeah. If you, you right. can do it yeah. yourself, it's only, you know, the, you yeah. gotta get buy-in from the community and Reno, the buy-in from it's Reno huge. Yeah. And, and Sparks and just Northern Nevada, the yeah. buy-in here, like everybody wanted to do something good, you know, and they, they want to be a part of something. It was just, it started out with just me and um, a bunch of recovering addicts. And the idea was that we, Build a box. Let me tell you a story. Okay. Yeah, right. tell us a story. All right. Here's a story. Okay. Um, okay. So we uh, um, we build a box. We painted the box. We put it in front of an AMPM. And the idea was that as a this as, was in Carson, right? This was in Carson. Yeah, City. we restarted there. As a yep. As a group, what we would do was we would go every week. We can fill it. So that was going to be our duty to the community is fill this box. But I wrote a note. It didn't have a name yet. We didn't name it yet. But I wrote a. Uh, wrote a letter and put it on the 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 uh the counter at the ampm and it said hey if you got an extra buck if you got any you know if you can buy you know water or whatever put it in the put it in the box uh for someone who's in need and i came back a week later with a bag of i mean you can get a lot of stuff for twenty dollars at the at, at the, the dollar, dollar store, store. So yeah bag full of stuff expecting to fill it and when i showed up was it the full? box was full yeah and i go in and i asked the kid behind the counter and he's like he's got long hair I'm like, hey, dude. He's like, he's leaning like that, too. He's like, he's like, I'm like, hey, dude, uh, where's the sign at? He's like, oh, my God. Uh, what was her name? I'll remember her name in a second. Let's say Jill. Okay. Right? Jill. Uh, came, Sandra. 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 Her is. name's Sandra. He's like, oh, Sandra came in and took the note. And I'm like, a lady took my note off Your of the note. thing? And, and he was like, yeah, but which she, she lives in a trailer park back there. I'm like, give me her number. Let me talk to her. Cool. And, uh, and her, and what she did was she took the letter back to the trailer park where they live in, where everybody's on a fixed income. Oh, right. And, uh, and she rallied for all her neighbors to buy a little something, take things out of their pantry. Really? And, put in, and they kept this box full. See, that's what every, we're talking about, Nisa. Every freaking day. And then yeah. I reached out to her and she ended up being like, she was like my little homie. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. She, that was her gig. And like, that's when I'm like, oh no, it's not about the boxes. The box ain't, box ain't nothing. It's not about a box. It's about uh, creating a culture of giving and getting people bought in yeah. To, yeah. to helping other people, even on a small scale. Because when, yeah. you, when you think about like, all the people that need help and all the things that need to be changed. It's that needs to be fixed. I know. Ah, it's overwhelming. But what I love about this is that it's not just talking about it because that's what I feel like we do all the time is it's like talk like, oh, we've identified a problem and let's all just talk about it. Talk, 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 talk. But we're never doing anything about it. And yeah. you took the initiative and you're doing something about it. And this is just like what Nisa's doing with Family Hope Project. Like she's doing something about it. Like yeah. it was aligned so much. Yeah. And that's, I, I had a friend tell me, it's always good to have friends that have, give you wet blanket theories. You know, they try <laughs> yes. to wet blanket all your yes. cool ideas, but it's, it, it's, <laughs> even if they're not intending to be nice, they're it's actually, stupid. it's good to have that wet blanket friend. Yeah. Okay. So hold on to wet blanket for a moment. Yeah. Cause we're going to take a break. Okay. And then I'll, I'll hear more about the wet blanket and yeah. all the good, cool <laughs> stuff you're doing. So it's about to dub with city talk. Be right back. 
Now more than ever, family matters, and Surratt Law Practice has your family in mind. Kimberly Surratt and her team have been helping maintain healthy families through their holistic approach to adoption and surrogacy, child custody, estate planning, and more for over 13 years. Your family law concerns are in caring hands with Surratt Law. Schedule your private consultation with a compassionate Surratt Law Practice team member today by calling 775-636-8200 or visiting lawyersforfamilies.com. Surratt Law, where family matters. She's out on the road and all over the web with a big smiling heart. It's about town, Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. I am your host, Debbie McCarthy, and we are at the National Automobile Museum, and we are having a really good time with Grant Denton. And if you heard the first part, we were talking about a wet blanket. Um, so tell me a little bit more of that, but I, you, during the break, you started to finish your story. And I think it's really important to share about, um, what was the girl's name? Sandra. 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 Yeah. So talk a little bit about Sandra, because there's a lot of, with, with what you guys are doing, there's a lot of Sandras out there who are living in places that, you know, they could use a hand up. So let's see how your friend Sandra, you met, how she helped. Well, so that, um, what was she had no clue that like what I did, she didn't know anything about our about our squad that we came from. We were I actually um, from a, a, a methadone clinic, like the folks that were helping me build the box in the program were from a methadone clinic. And it just so happened that her her daughter was having issues. And so we uh, we were able to, to help her daughter. But it's that's what's bigger than that, though, is before she even knew anything, she has a daughter that's suffering from substance abuse disorder on and off the streets. And when you're a parent, right? It's crazy, right? When, uh, yeah. So when I was on the streets and I didn't like, you I'm in my little bubble, I'm just like, I'm doing my own thing, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah, it's me against the world. Not really, dude. You're never really just hurting yourself because somebody loves you. Right. Somebody cares about right. you. And when I was in jail, my mom was in jail. Mm-hmm. When I was mm-hmm. overdosing, my mom felt that a little yeah. bit. She yep. got, the only time my mom talked to me and felt safe was when I was calling her from when I was locked up. Oh, yeah. Because totally. she knew mm-hmm. that I was safe. Yep. She knew that she was safe, do you know? And yeah. and so we put our families through some stuff and just think about Absolutely. what Sandra was going through with her daughter, but she still gave and she still rallied the troops and she still got like, that speaks volumes for just humans. I like, I like that gig. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I ran into somebody once I was dropping off backpacks at v, uh, VOA and I would have never expected to see her there. And I was like, Hey, you know, what are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. Just, we had met through a mutual friend or whatever. And she was like, Oh, I'm, I'm just here looking for my son. I haven't seen him. And I come through, you know, all of the different shelters and whatever, and try to find him once a year. Oh. And, you know, I just think that is like you said, it just, it damaged just everybody around them. And so oh, yeah. this is just such a great concept. Um, what I also like is like it gives back to kids because maybe they're kind of a victim of that circumstance. And so they're able to have like a snack after school. Like my kids come home and, you know, they raid the refrigerator, but some kids don't have that opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just like what you're saying, Grant, like, like if kind of like her daughter was hurting also her mom and other people in the community, but at the same time, like if the community is thriving if people like that in the community are th- are thriving then like it affects the entire community because there's so many people i feel like that make choices they vote in ways that like well it doesn't really affect me but it does like if you don't associate with let's say addicts or felons or someone who you think is somewhat below you it does affect you they go to school with our children we go to the same grocery stores we drive around like it matters if our community is thriving so little things like that to help people who 
Mm. Sorry, yeah. Mike. Just no, no. It's it's you know so true what you're saying, and I think that that's why the show is so important because I want you to be able to share stories. So if you're listening, you need to know you're not alone. That mm-hmm. we've all gone through something. I mean, not everybody has the, the rose color. I like being in my happy bubble, <laughs> but then you know I got to realize the happy bubble is just my own little thing. There's so many people out there that are struggling, and and you've gone through it, and you've come through the other end, and now you're back on the streets making a difference. Here's the if I have it, you're fine. Second, no, no, it's so, all you. So I'm gonna tell a story and it's valid it's not just for drug addicts it's not just for mm. people that are homeless or living on the streets it's very real it's just about struggle when i was locked up my granny was sending me books mm. and i was just reading and reading and reading and then there was a gap between her sending books and i was panicking so okay. i didn't know what to do i was oh. panicking what would i read and i didn't want to read <laughs> james patterson any weird mystery <laughs> yeah, i really shit. like that guy stop. i love yeah. james like you too stop it he's uh-huh. one of my favorite authors get off uh, <laughs> but, uh, i didn't want to read that guy and so i started reading in the national geographic and in the national geographic it had this story about um what it takes in the you know these tribe in the rainforest becoming shaman and what oh. they put these men through these boys even through to become a shaman they put these fire ants on banana leaves Ooh, and they banana. sting them <laughs> and, they, and they sting them and you know with with the fire ants they sting them they sting them they're so uncomfortable and then they give them a bunch of hallucinogenics and they kick them out of the jungle oh Jesus. they say most of the they say only 30 percent of the guys that go out into the jungle make it back because what? they're either eaten by tigers why would they do that because <laughs> it's it's a rite of passage, right? They want to be a shaman. But the thing is, the thing is, is the ones that make it back from the jungle are the ones that are, that are the shamans, are the ones that are sought after for knowledge. And if you ever feel like you're in a rough place, just know that like it's your duty, it's your responsibility to the community to make it back and you'll be the sought after mm-hmm. one. You making it back from your struggle benefits so many other people oh, right you'll be sought after people will come to you for advice because you've been through the jungle that no one else most folks don't make it through right like your hard times are are a gift well like you said earlier steward i i really think that's a yeah. great word like you're a steward of the community at yeah. that point well you know or whatever it is you're doing at that point if you've made it through the jungle yeah. back. well dude you make it through the jungle like, and just know that like and i remember reading that i'm like oh my god I am going to be a shaman of my community, right? Because you because are. You know, well, that's it, right? All the, all the terrible stuff that happened to me or my maladaptive response to the world around me had nothing to do with me. If we look at it through the lens of yeah. like, what can I do for the community, mm-hmm. right. right? And so it's, it's, it's bigger than your struggles. Yeah have nothing to do with you. The cosmos are just grooming you for bigger things, yeah. you know? Right, right. No, that's pretty interesting. I mean, like, because America anyways, we we just, we work to live. And, you know, I, or we live to work. Yeah, I believe it's both. <laughs> yeah, I think it's both. Well, you know, you're on your deathbed and people are like, why didn't you call me? You're like, uh, I don't know, I didn't have time. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's good to have that perspective, you know, and I don't know about you, but I feel like coming out of my childhood i'm like i made it yeah <laughs> i know nisa you probably feel the same yeah and i i don't know i love like what grand saying is like the it's in those times like you don't know it can feel you can feel so victim but then like when you're out of it you just look look back like oh man like I can contribute so much to the community in this way. Like, so you're not, it's not such an isolated situation. Like last year I was talking about my brother, like the way that he ended up passing away and like looking at it now, it's like, that's not an isolated situation. This is very common. It's a systematic issue. It's a community issue. And there's ways that we can 
look back and just, I could be bummed out about it every day or just like, there's so many children enduring the same type of situations, the same parenting, generational parenting, generational addiction, generational mental illness, or now it's like, yeah, just, I can be a shaman or a light. And I feel that the fire ants sucked, but yeah, <laughs> but I love bananas. Girl. You love bananas. <laughs> I eat bananas. So. <laughs> we we love that you love bananas. <laughs> it's a flowing thing. We talked about bananas in swimsuits or something. I don't know earlier. Uh, my underwear. Your underwear. Oh, we did talk about that. You know that. you made it when you get to wear those. I know. <laughs> so, so Grant, I, I know pretty soon you are going to have to go because you're a busy man being out there inspiring us all. Mm -hmm. So if somebody wants to get involved with the Karma Project, if they want to have a box by their, their office or their community center, how do they go about getting in touch with you? Uh, www.karmaboxproject.org or go to the Facebook page and message. I got boxes that are painted by, by you know, different schools, other groups. And we got boxes. Um, and and the, if you want to give back, get to, get on the map and just put things so that's in just, a box. Just do that. Consistently put things in the box consistently. One thing that when we're on the streets that we lack is we don't have consistent housing. We don't have consistent relationships. We don't have consistent mm. employment. Nothing's consistent. If you want to help somebody on the street. That's consistent. You can consistent. do that every week. Once a be month, consistent. you can take. Yeah, so yeah. In, what is the one of the top three things that if you were to put in the karma box, what were those three things? That was going to be my question. Yeah. I know. Especially uh, so, right now with summer coming and. So water. I know, water. I know they're not refrigerated, but like. Water is wet. Just clean water. So water, uh, non-perishable foods, and socks. Socks are a... Even, uh, yeah, socks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Water, non-perishable foods, What socks. about sunscreen? sunscreen. I was so going to say chapstick. Uh, sunscreen, chapstick. Is chapstick in the summer when you're out in the streets? Isn't it like, don't oh, you need yeah. that? I mean... Oh, yeah. 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 Just, okay. I mean, anything you would need, just... Break it down. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah, we're yeah. all humans. I yeah, mean, yeah. Just because you're on the streets doesn't make you not human. Well, so, and another thing is, is, like, it's not always homeless folks that are in there. I got a lady that pulls up to the one. We have one right outside of our safe camp and she'll pull up and, and we're, we're loading it every day. <laughs> yeah. Right. And a lady yeah. will drive yeah. up in her car and get it. And she does, she's not homeless. She lives right up the street, but she needs but a Maybe thing. she's yeah. just yeah, yeah. a little yeah. So if everyone's struggling right now, you guys, this, oh. we're feeling this, these the gas prices, groceries, oh, rent, housing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I need help too. Yeah. And, so, and if you're filling a karma true. box, don't worry. Like a lot of people are like, but what if somebody takes all the things from the box? It's okay. Who cares? They need them. Yeah, they yeah. needed it. Yeah. You, you control how you give. You yeah. can't control how other yeah. people take. Yeah. You know, no, that makes sense. Yeah. But you know what, Grant, I, number one, thank you for being here. Um, thank you for the last, I don't know how many years since I first met you, you have accomplished so much from the first moment you came to our town and I see you out there on social media and you're out there talking to the high school kids and I watch you, you know, come into a gym and you literally, you light up the darn room. <laughs> on fire. I mean, it's on fire like those fire ants but i mean but what an inspiration you are because all these kids in high school yeah. they we need somebody like a grant denton to talk to them because you know they don't want to talk to our parents and some don't have the parents or they don't have somebody to be that role model and you are that role model not just for our teens but for all of us as adults so i really want to thank you and for taking the time to be here and we'd love to have you back again definitely thank you miss deb you're yeah, welcome. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you. Ladies. So it's that time again. I don't want to, we don't want to say goodbye to him, but we're going to have to, right? Darn it. Oh, I got somewhere to go. Hey, Mr. Christian. We love Christian. My guy. He's your guy. So we're going to take a break and come back. And the girls is all going to be about all their amazing work they're doing. So hang tight. It's about to end up with City Talk. We'll be right back. You know, that's what she 
said, come on, let's have some fun with the About Town Deb. My town, your town, or any town, this is About Town Deb presents City Talk. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. I am your host, Debbie McCarthy, but we have two other main hosts with us. Nisa, how are you? Great. How are you? I ha- I cannot wait to hear. You're going to share some hope stuff with us, so I'm excited about that. And Raquel, as always, you're <laughs> such a character. I don't know what we'd do without you because you're I, keeping us all on track. I don't know about that. I just kind of yeah, wing you it. Are. You, <laughs> wing, you really do wing it, but that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep winging it, but... Grant, wasn't he just amazing? Yeah. Isn't his energy just like, whoo? I know, I know. You know, I wish I could tell stories like that. And I know. And he just does Get it a point so across cool. like that. <laughs> we're still, <laughs> we're still at awe of him. Maybe I need to read more National Geographic. I don't know, but I'm going to do it. I used to read, Patterson. I used to read that when I was a kid. I used to look at those. <laughs> James Patterson was just so much more fulfilling at I one know, point. Easy to read. I know. Yeah. I thought so too. I, I could relate. <laughs> Well, anyway, Murder we are mystery. we are glad to Murder be mystery. back. Story of my life. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. So ha- I'm, I'm going to do my quote. Oh, yes. Okay. Are you ready? I got to find it. Here we go. And this kind of reminds me of you guys. That's why. For a community, for a community to be whole and healthy, it must be based on people's love and concern for each other. Mildred Fuller, and that's exactly what we were yep. talking about. With the um, Karma Box yes. and with you guys, with the Family Hope Project, that is what it's about. It's about family. It's about bringing people together. So when I saw that quote, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the perfect quote for yeah. the show. And then I did some more research and I realized that this month is National Month of Hope. I love so, that. Um, and it also said during April... Oh, we were talking about spring the last show. Buds come into full bloom, brightening our days, and the National Month of Hope also lends a hand to lifting up our spirits. So you had mentioned something about hope, and I'd love you to share. Well, I think that's so beautiful. It's National Hope Month, and I think it's perfect timing because spring reminds us of that, right? Like, no matter how hard or cold the winter has hit, it's like no spring skips its turn, and it's no like... The sun's going to come out again. No matter what. Yes. And what it reminded me of when you had mentioned it is that I had read something about a hope statistic and it was like you could take maybe 10 people or however many people who have endured the same trauma or dark situation and the number one indicator of their positive outcome or making it to the other side of that was that they had uh, at one point hope for their future during that during that time. And just bringing it back to what um, what we were talking about in the yeah. beginning, what Grant was saying is like, you know, we can, you could do karma, try karma box project or family hope project in different communities, but it's not just about like having this box that's like beautiful or a place where people can come get parenting classes or mentoring and tutoring. It's like, this community is everything. This city, it raised me up and knocked me down and brought me back. And it's like, just take having hope. For, I have so much hope for our community and home, so much hope for my future and the future of those who are here and yeah just hope is everything and i think like the girl who just uh who was just on the show before she's like i don't get seasonal depression but and i'm not saying i was depressed all winter but i feel so good right now like it's so true like oh yeah sunshine is a promise flowers are a promise like Mm. maybe that was really dark and cold but it's gonna get better it's it's about to get warm and easier to endure that's oh, how I feel about that. That is so true. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. And like what Nisa is saying, like this community has built us up and has knocked us down, but it is so good at rallying around and yes. building people back up. And Nisa and I have talked about this pretty extensively about, you know, this is Reno. Reno, Nevada is a great place to raise a family. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, and 
you can have a job, you can lose a job, you can lose it you know, a car, you can get a new car, you can have all these things. But at the end of the day, what matters is just like the, the hope and the people that you've surrounded yourself with. And I think that's so important to remember anywhere you go. I think what makes us so special too, just you remind me of a conversation. I had a meeting with somebody from city council in uh, a few weeks ago, and she had just brought up something that I know because I have been working with vulnerable families for 15 years in the capacity of nonprofits. But she said like, Reno is a place where, or like Northern Nevada in our community is a place where we kind of really depend on our nonprofits to fill a lot of gaps. And it is like, okay, that's a crying shame. Like, why don't we have more for government or, or, you know, but it's actually very inspiring. It helps me look at all the nonprofits we have, look at all the people who are doing something. Raquel, you have a full-time job. We both have full-time jobs and we're like, okay, now we have two because this is such a need in our community, but it's, it's like you find something that you love doing and it doesn't feel like, I don't feel like I'm working too. No, it doesn't. We just sat at an event. Uh, we had a table, like our first event table last weekend <laughs> and, and the it? amount of, at Boys and Girls Club Aww. 9th Street. And uh-huh. we had sat, um, we, I ran into somebody from Black Wall Street, amazing nonprofit. And totally. I've never um, heard of them. They're amazing. They're doing great things. Um, you should go find them on uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, Black Wall Street, Reno. They're doing great things for our community. But um, anyway, we ran into them grocery sh- I ran into them grocery shopping at a, uh, a on a Sunday night. And really, I was grocery shopping and they were having an event there um, through Reno Recipes. And they oh, were just, yes. yeah, they I were the nonprofit that was spotlighted. Yes. So just saying, hi, what's up? And hey, we have an event next weekend. So anyway, Raquel and I brought our table and um, our food oh. and our children's activity and just the amount of like, like, Hey, that's a Saturday and expense. It was a lot of our time, you know, it was like our entire day, but just the amount of love shared, laughter shared yeah. music, children. It's mm. just like, it doesn't feel like it we're doesn't working. feel like work. And yeah. No. And you're just, and you're learning so much more about the community like that, that you are, think you already know, but I felt that I walked away kind of humbled in some sense because you know, you come from this space and then you, you evolve into this other human as you kind of, you know, grow up and you get a career, you get a, a job. And then to like go back to the space and you see like, that's the humble beginning that I started at. So it's, you continue to like reconnect with yourself as a human. I think. Yeah. And, and in doing that, like in connecting with the community and other, other, our neighbors from another side of the track or another side of the, yeah, the town yeah. and you kind of connect with yourself in like getting to know these people. Like, yes. Hey, my children are really the same. They're all playing on the slide. Mm-hmm. The moms are all like, get back here, get your sunscreen mm-hmm. or get, get yes. it's time to get, you need to get water. It's hot out here. Like mothers, we want the same things for our children. We I all know. love our children. I know. Our children just want to play and be safe. And we do um, depend on a lot of the nonprofits in our community to make sure like we're facilitating that we're seeing this need for our kids and the families to thrive and we're just here we're here for it and yeah and it's you know fun. i just have to share we had the best time <laughs> i love so her laugh. had, <laughs> we love your they laugh. had a dj and this guy he was playing this unedited song, version unedited version Ooh. and he didn't realize you know Ooh. at the time it was amazing it was the best like we were like oh yeah because you know it takes us back to our childhood obviously and <laughs> and these little kids are out there they're just just dancing <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, somebody brought it to his attention. He's like, oh, sorry about that. Uh, words. <laughs> well, what's funny is that like Raquel and I have talked about on the show, like we are not from the same side of town. And what's hilarious is like, I was just playing, I brought my own two-year-old and she's on the slide and I guess we were dancing. I don't know. I did not notice it was not the edited, unedited version. My child doesn't care. I don't care. And Raquel's like, Nisa, 
do you hear this first? Do you hear the first notes? That's like we're at a club. And I was like, mm, I didn't even notice. I'm like, come on, baby girl. Can you wait? Like, we don't even like, it's just the things that some people notice that other people don't. Ah. Like, this is yeah. my home. This is like She's my like, culture. Wait, what'd they say? What's and the I problem? Like, the She's like, this is not edited. And I'm like, oh. But anyway, she obviously was not offended it was just no, hilarious like how different yeah. but well, so know, much the same yeah because you think it, you know you're at a kids event and there's like other people's children running around and they're out i mean they were getting down it was so awesome to watch it. <laughs> and I'm looking i'm just like watching these kids and she's <laughs> cracking up and i'm all what you what? so do you i don't you, notice you, anything you, different or any issue <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of how it is in my car with my kids. But yeah. Um, yeah. No, I had a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I, I actually look forward to things like that. And I, this, that's what keeps me going. And what was the quote that you sent me? Um, and I said, Oh, you know, somebody asked me once why I do this and I I didn't have an answer. And it was, (sighs) it was something like it spiritually enhances me or something like that. But it, it really does. Like it, it's not because I, you know, jump out of bed every day and I come up with crazy things to do. <laughs> I, I just feel like I am spiritually driven to like give back to the community and it makes me feel alive. And I, that's, that's why I do this. It's not because it was like about your, I think like your um, personality type. And it was like collaborating with any social service organization gives you spiritual happiness. And I yeah. sent it to her because I was like, wow, this is like about the personality type her and I've talked about. And she's like, literally that's nailed it. That's, like, exactly, that's exactly who I am. It, yeah. It, I mean, it just makes me feel like I'm able to give back and hopefully change one person's path. You know, that's all I want to do is just change somebody's life. And I feel like I have all this like insight and I just want to like, here, you guys, can't you see what I see? Well, oh, like great. I have been in the jungle. You need to see what I've seen. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> there's fire ants. I, that was, I don't want to uh, go there. You do. You want people to know this, like there's a better way. There's a yeah. quicker route out of that. I know. I know. And so, you know, next, our next segment, we'll talk a little bit about some of the cool things that we've done since we were here last, but, um, I, you know, it goes fast. <laughs> I know it does go fast, but see, but what you're doing is that you're out in the community and you are volunteering. Yeah. And so with the, um, family hope project, that is what it's about. So I'm sure that our listeners, you can give them an opportunity to get involved as well yes, and to find out more about it because yeah. a lot has happened in the last month and we need to catch up on that. So I am glad that we're going to be doing that. Um, but before break, can you like share one story that maybe that's happened this last month that means something, you know, like something that like made you go, wow, this is why I'm here. I know Nisa has a million. Come on, just one Gosh. or, you know. Well, that- I mean, we were at a business meeting the other day just talking about, you know, different fundraising events and things. And Nisa was doing her full-time job and she's constantly sh- shuttling kids back and forth to school. And she's like, I don't know what it is today, but all the kids want to go to school, which is great. <laughs> oh my, that's they a all good text. They all like, to go can to I school. get a ride now? Can I get a ride now? Oh. Like it was just so, it was funny. I swear it was exactly what I was talking about with this, what this girl was talking about when she left. Like, okay, it's springtime. Like, like, let's go. Like every time how I try to get the kids to go to school is like, it's hard to tell them like, okay, your life will be better in a year from now or two years from now. Sometimes it's hard to think about 
that long of time, but I don't know, for some reason they just had all this hope for maybe seeing their friends or getting food at school or something, but it was a very precious day for me. Yeah. yeah. I felt like, okay, all, everything I've been lecturing them about, they want to go to school today. And it was so amazing. When we come back. I do really want to hear about that. Cause it's kind of funny. You're saying the kids, so you don't mean your kids. You mean, no, the kids we mean yes. At the, at the, um, at our public po- schools. Yeah. Yes. At the, yeah. So I think that's a big deal. Yeah. Cause we've all been, they've all been home for so long. Yes. And, to do that. Yeah. and the sun is out and spring is here. Mm-hmm. So I would love to hear a little bit more about that. So we're going to take a break and be right back. It's about time Deb and city talk. Ready to help from her toes to her head. Just give her a shout. Call about town Deb. My town, your town, or any town. This is about town. Deb presents city talk. Now back to the show. And welcome back to City Talk. I am your host, Debbie McCarthy. We're at the National Automobile Museum. And I love that we've been talking about hope. Um, and speaking of hope, the Family Hope Project, you guys are here. And I, you have a new website. Are yeah. you a brand new one? Yes. Yes, and I'm actually, are. so go to www.familyhopeproject. And is it you, dot .org? Oh, .org. It didn't go all the way through. So, I didn't, so it's .org. Yes. I, there you go. But I want, so your vision, which is cool when we mentioned hope, our vision is a community thriving with families who have hope for their futures. And that says it all right there. Yeah. I mean, that is your whole, yeah. I feel like that's your vision and that's what you're doing. And so I would love either one of you who wants to chat about it. Um, talk a little bit more before we go into detail of all you've accomplished Talk about what you are, what this is, because we, this is going to be an ongoing thing every month. And I want them to, you know, if you're, if they have, if they didn't, they missed it last month, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. And I think Nisa, you know, one of the biggest questions I think people might have is like, how did we come to the family hope project? Like what, where was that born? Right. You know? And yeah. That was kind of your brainchild. So, I mean, I was uh, I was doing the Garden of Freedom. And, you know, so that's kind of where I fit into this. But you had this whole vision. So tell us, like, where that... Yeah, how it culminated. Uh-huh. Well, and like I told you guys, like, we... Um, nobody's above needing help, right? And so I just remember, like, I was... I grew up here. I was a kid whose mom needed help during the time in the eighties and nineties. Nobody was knocking on doors. You know, here's a food box and mm-hmm. yeah. access to resources and some Easter baskets. And I'm pretty sure we didn't pay for a Christmas tree the entire time I grew up. Which my daughter loves when she says this. She's all, "They sold Christmas trees, mom." Like she like loves you this. sold them. I did not sold. No, oh, stole. <laughs> you stole them. I did not. You just, did not. Just for Raquel herself did not. No, she did no. Not. I was just in the car <laughs> with my family who rolled up and would take a Christmas tree and off they go and. You know, I was like six or seven, and I thought that was normal. Oh <laughs> that's my how you gosh, get trees. That's okay. So that's the eighties okay. and nineties. Eighties and nineties. Nobody was really adults, bringing yeah. you guys trees. No, and so yeah, and so then I had my older daughters back to back, and you know, my family as a young mom, I had been on food stamps, and we had at one point no car, and then we had one car, and my husband was taking the bus to work, and just. I know uh, stress, it's it's easier to bond with your children when you're not under stress. It's easier to function as a mom and, you know, be mentally healthy when you're not under so much stress. And there's just ways to get out from under poverty. And if I can help somebody get out from under that heavy weight, then that's that's what I'm here for. So I've worked with this, uh, our city's vulnerable families, which I myself was one. And 
um, for 15 years. And so I, I did notice there's times like, especially after COVID, but even pre COVID it's like business hours are eight to five and you need to make an appointment and then you need to follow through that appointment in three weeks and you need to take two buses to get here and you get diapers on mill street. And then you, you know, get resume workshops down South Virginia and also bring three of your kids or don't bring your three kids <laughs> and your take groceries. a number. And yeah, it's too much. It's and, so and much. And three it's, weeks later, it's very heavy. Like I'm in you do it all over right again. now, yeah. not three weeks. Yes. From now. And it's very hard to think like we keep talking about hope and hope and hope and it's like hope for your future that number one indicator of having a positive outcome without having hurt yourself you know mentally or somebody else or a child or your spouse or injuring relationships if you have hope for your future it it can really change an outcome i mean oh yeah and and everybody in the community is a stakeholder it's not just like that neighborhood is having a hard time like those, like I said, like they're the children from that neighborhood go to school with the children from my neighborhood. Maybe even if there's own schools, like we're all in a community, we're all, let's all get together and be at these, you know, community events where there's resources, music. music, Yeah. And music and and music is the same to any child. Yes. Yes. Where children are dancing and the sun feels warm and it just feels like it's going to be okay. Exactly. And so with Family Hope Project, we don't operate only in business hours. That's like the one, a lot of, uh, we've been explaining like who we are and like meeting with a lot of people recently in the last month since our last show. And it's like, okay, so you're kind of like so-and-so or are you kind of like (laughs) so-and-so? And it's like, Yes, but we're not, um, we're not eight to five. Like right. we understand crisis doesn't happen in business hours or stay within business hours. And so you can call the number on our website. You can um, reach out to us on Facebook messenger. I, I get it right to my phone it, and I stay up late and I get up early. And for <laughs> some reason I just have so much energy and it's like, I'm not going to tell you like take a number or, you know, I can only help you between eight and five. Yeah. Come yeah. back in three weeks when your, you know, crisis is still it's, happening. Yeah. <laughs> and you have hurt many people. <laughs> exactly. Like so much can go wrong, you know, if people oh. feel like their ba- especially basic needs and mental health needs are not being met. Yeah. I mean, just like grandma was saying, like it, you're not hurting just yourself. You're hurting everybody's everybody. a stakeholder. Yes. Our yeah. beautiful whole community, mm-hmm. our stakeholder. Oh, yeah. that's, and that's really true. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point because it's not just your grandma or your sister or your brother or your son. Yeah. I mean, it's the community too. Like what kind of damage did you create that Mm -hmm. we have to now pay for or fix or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're all pieces of each other. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of like the Aspen trees. I had gone on a nature walk once and there was, um, they were describing how like the roots of Aspen trees all grow together and because they're all connected and we as humans are all connected and we have to, we just have to find that and just stop putting those walls and barriers up and be able to be wherever and just, appreciate humanity. Totally. I think that's what's so rad about Reno being rad again. (laughs) Seriously, just like Grant said, like you can't just do this everywhere. And well, I don't know. I'm not for, I haven't lived in many places, but like, I've always felt like I've seen the same people at punk shows that I see at hip hop shows that I see at metal shows. Like I feel like Reno is so like interwoven and we, I feel we love each other. I love Reno so much. I think we all like, we have such a beautiful community like that. Yeah. And I think, you know, one of the things too is like businesses, like corporations and things like that, they, they step up when they are asked. And I think that this is a good place, you know, in times like these where we're going through where gas is inflated. Um, I recently saw an article where um, somebody, I don't remember exactly where, but they're offering gas at what they're paying to people. And it's not, I don't think it was in Reno Spark or Carson, I think it was like another town or whatever, but whoever the, the owner of the gas oh. station was, was basically just offering at cost. And you know, that those are the things that 
stick out to people. That's you know, incredible. they remember you and they remember the hope in that situation yeah. because maybe they only had $5. And so if they can get two gallons of gas instead of one, yeah. I mean, that's going to make a huge difference yeah. and impact in their day, their week, their life. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So in the, in the meantime, we have been doing the website. And again, go ahead and give that information out, Nisa, because I think that's important. Yeah, familyhopeproject.org. Um, go check it out. And there's just um, ways that you can connect with us on the website. Our vision, um, essentially what our programs are, and then uh, ways to connect with us. And, you know, Nisa has just tons of donations that she just received. Um, mm. She was talking about some professional clothes for women yeah. and men. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, amazing businesses, um, we Gunderson Law made a big donation. Oh. They're so beautiful. That family they is are. amazing, right? Yes. And so they made a big donation for women's professional clothing. I'm talking shoes, purses, um, undergarments, which are kind of hard to come across for women. Mm-hmm. Um Yep. With when it comes to donations. And so, yeah, but just beautiful um, women's clothes. And then separately, we got um, from another family um, professional men's clothes. So if you guys. Yeah, it's so important. Yeah. And it's like some people don't understand. It's like um, just explaining like it can be very expensive to go back to work. It's so it's not just like, why don't you just get a job like there? I can give you a few reasons why someone just can't up and get a job. Yeah. Yeah. And so so, if you're looking for stuff for, you know, any kind of work um, or, you know, maybe interviewing, preparing for interviews. Yeah, exactly. Or just even going and walking in and getting an application. Yeah. I mean, I know that a lot of things are online right now, but we're able to help you, you know, identify places that you can get access to online to fill out applications and stuff like that. So reach out. I mean, we're here for that. We're here to bridge that gap for you. Yep. And we have bus passes too. We have a donation of bus passes. So That's sometimes important. transportation That's is a huge big deal. Yes. yes. To get to work. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, That's and I, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> That's our theme right now. Like what we're so inspired. We get inspired by the donations that we get. Sometimes when we get a donation of cash, um, some people are very specific about what they want it to go to. So that's how I got bus that's passes. Good. Somebody said okay. they want to help with transportation. Um, feeling very inspired about um, from Gunderson Laws um, and uh, another private family's donations. But also we're going to be at Earth Day um, this coming up um, April 26th at Idlewild Park. And we will have... Um, our clothes there. So you can bring professional clothes. Ooh. You can bring kids clothes. It's going to be like a swap, just kind of like a, to recycle clothes um, at our booth. Also a, ch- a children's activity. I Let me make sure that. I got that date right. Check though, the for- date. So while she's checking the date, um, number one, thank you girls. And we want to thank Grant. Um, next week on the show, I'm having, which you guys need to meet him, Jason Chandler. He is the author of The $5 Difference, How You Can Change the World with Your Spare Change. And he wrote this book and it's really, he has stories of children all, all ages saving their pennies and their nickels and and making it stretch. That's awesome. So he's going to be on the show. So you're welcome to join us if you'd like as well. Cool. Um, but it's April 24th, by the way, oh, so Earth, April, Arena Earth Day, so April 24th, you'll see Family Hope Project and tons of other booths and children's activities. We'll bring the music. And yeah. it, <laughs> it is really fun. I actually, one of my very first events when I started doing About Town Deb, even before About Town Deb was Earth Day. Yeah. And that's kind of how I, that's how I originally got started. And that's where you really see people that of Reno that come out and it's really the support. real Reno and yes, they're the all very authentic. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> so um, website one more time, because we're almost out of time familyhopeproject.org and we want to thank you Raquel for making all this happen yes so if you're looking to get a new house what is your website we are um, homeinv.com 
Pretty easy. Yeah. And you're also, both of you are on Facebook. Both so of us are you yes. can look them up. And yep. I also want to thank your hubbies because you were saying that you, you know, you're up early, you go to bed late and you are, you know, people can reach out to you on messenger. So without a family that supports you, you wouldn't be able to do this. So I really think it's important to thank your hubbies um, or significant others or whatever yeah, they are. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because without them, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing and we need you to be doing what you're doing. So if you want to get involved, you know how to get them. And it is city talk with about town. Deb, remember together we're one heart and please remember there's always hope in this month, especially. So see you next week.